Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from New York, Joey. No chill, Prano. Hello, Andy. Morning. I'm east of you this time, buddy. East East Coast gang today. That's right. Yeah. I uh, Full disclosure, I'm battling a severe cold, so my voice sounds a little different. I, I might be sneezing or sniffling a little apologies i know there's been complaints in the past about my sniffles yeah coughing it's, it's not the it's not the coke sniff this time it's the you have a cold yeah you got that so, amorosa variant yeah so uh you know it's that time of year which as we know also is the time of year where you're like do i have covid so yeah it's the most wonderful time of the year I did my first take home COVID test because I, you know, obviously I want to make sure that I'm fine. You ever done those? No. Pretty cool. I, I, I mean, I, I really enjoy take home tests as a kid from school. You cheat, you know, yeah. the right answers. <laughs> you, t- you do the take home COVID test. You're like, oh, it says here in the book that I should just write negative. I'm going to go ahead and mark negative. <laughs> Return that to my physician in the morning. <laughs> It's pretty, it's pretty cool how far we've come, though, in this. It, it, 15 minutes, man. 15 minutes, it'll tell you. And I heard they're pretty accurate, but who knows? Yeah. 15 minutes will tell you if you're positive or negative. But I think they say you're all, they come in packs of two. You're supposed to do a follow-up within 36 to 48 hours. Okay. Look, you're learning give things. That, give that two-pack. Yeah. Yeah. So, well... Luckily, I don't play for the Browns because I would be added to the list. Yeah. The Browns COVID list, like my Johnson, long and distinguished. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, that's that's years of you doing that and prepping yep. me for that joke. Yeah, it's great. When's it's the last time? Test- solid Top Gun line. Yeah, it really is. When is when is Top Gun 2 coming out? I mean, it was supposed to be out last July 4th. I think that it's now maybe soon. Is it like Christmas? I haven't seen them like rolling it out though. They'd be rolling it out if it was coming out, man. Yeah. Top Gun 2. I'm put I'm putting it out. 2022. May, May 27th. That's wow. crazy. That's crazy. It's been in the can for two years. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm gonna I was gonna tweet this out. Why? I was going to tweet this out and I still might because I'll be curious. I'm, I'm actually legit curious on people's reactions. I'll ask you on the show. I was having this discussion with my buddy who was visiting me the other day and we seem to be in agreement. Why would you ever go to the theater now? Like straight up. I feel like I feel like any answer to why you would go to a theater, I could debunk or or, or not really debunk. I shouldn't use that terminology. I could retort with a totally logical explanation, which I would say makes it better to not go to a theater. So what, what about the only, I mean, I don't even know the only argument I would have was 
because a movie you want to see is not out on demand? Exactly. Wait, I don't understand. No, I'm agreeing with you. Right. So, so my, my argument is like if I'm in if I'm in my basement, right? And I have a 70 inch TV with surround sound. And when I dim the lights. But I'm saying there are movies there. Not everything comes out simultaneous now. Sure. Like Spider-Man's only out in theaters. But if it does, again, the argument, why would anyone go to the theater with how good the picture quality is on TVs, how inexpensive TVs are, surround sound, your own food is cheaper. You can pause. You can use the bathroom. I'm serious. Why would it like, I I don't know what my future ever again is of going to a movie theater to sit Well, it's funny because I have not been to the movies in, I think the last movie I saw in theaters was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, when did that movie come out? Um, But I'm thinking I might go to the theater like multiple times in New York because they're back to putting movies in theaters first. Like I want to see licorice pizza and Spider-Man and the new Wes Anderson movie. Like they're all theaters only in for six months or four months or whatever. Wes Anderson one might be out on demand in like a couple of weeks, in which case I'll wait for it. But that's my point. But, but right now it's like, what are you going to do? You're just going to be the guy who, doesn't see Spider-Man for four months. Well, I, I'm not going to see Spider-Man regardless. I couldn't care less about those movies. That's just me. Um, those movies don't really do it for me. But I think the movie theater is such an antiquated thing at this point and that they have to renegotiate all those deals that they have with AMC and all the movie chains because... Now, let's, think- say, let's say Top Gun 2 wasn't coming out in May. Let's say it was coming out Christmas Day, and then it wasn't coming out on demand till April. You're not going to see Top Gun 2? Nope. It's very weird. Dude, especially like we're still in the middle of all this. I don't be sitting with all these weird strangers at a theater. Give me the basement theater experience all day, every day. You've gotten to two football games in the last two weeks. I have. <laughs> True. I would argue the movie experience is better in the movies than the football experience is in the stadium. You know, I will say, going to back-to-back football games, the commercials, man. The commercial breaks. I, f- I feel like that's not discussed enough as far as from the player's vantage point. Like the delay of rhythm, you know, kickoff. No, I think, I mean, I think they like that. You think they like it? Yeah. It's just, it's just more breaks, just more timeouts. Right. Cause you don't think about it when you're at home in the NBA. And it would be one thing, but in football, the whole game stop and go. There's like five minutes of total gameplay in the whole game. True. Yeah. I always wonder, though, you know, momentum's a real thing, obviously. And when you don't have momentum and you're the Jacksonville Jaguars and you have Irvin Meyer as your coach. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, the TV timeouts is just, you know, when there's TV timeouts for Jags games, it's just more opportunity for Urban Meyer to take a stroll down the sideline and be like, hey, kicker, fuck you. There has never hey, been. Hey, punter, fuck off. 
There's never been a coach, in my opinion, who has done more damage, has had more controversy, more scandal in less than a year of coaching than Urban Meyer with the Jags. It is, it's actually Hall of Fame worthy, I'd argue. Is this, can we call this like the end of this experiment? Like, no, if you are an NFL team at this point and you go out and you hire a college coach, you, it's almost like that should be the first barrier to entry. It's like, hey, we're going to interview this college coach. Like, we're going to take your franchise away. You don't know what you're doing. This franchise is in bad hands. So since 2000, there have been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, including Urban Meyer, 12 coaches to go from the college ranks to the NFL for the first time. For the first time. So since 2000, again, again, we're, we're just doing the last 20 years, obviously. Only two of those 12 coaches have won a playoff game. Jim Harbaugh, who's been the most successful, without a doubt, and your boy, Bill O'Brien. Now, Cliff who, Kingsbury. Who won a playoff game in the AFC South. Yeah, I think, like, he won, nah. I, I think he won two. But Cliff Kingsbury, obviously, has a legit shot this year, maybe. Um, of winning a playoff game, but the the proof is kind of in the pudding. I would not go from a college coach to an, a first time NFL coach, like you said. And but here's why. And this is just this this takes the littlest amount of common sense. It's not the same job. Yeah, it's not. It has like being a college coach has almost nothing to do with coaching. I sh- I would say being a successful college coach has almost nothing to do with coaching and all to do with recruiting. And being an NFL head coach has nothing to do with recruiting and everything to do with coaching. Yeah. I mean, Urban Meyer, though, the, the latest. Can, can we do a quick timeline of what he's done? Like, like, like uh, I'll do a Cliff's Notes version. I, I Just do- in the NFL, you're saying? Yeah, just in his time with the Jaguars. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and even all those. To be honest, I'm not going through each of them because um, there's so many. I'm gonna pull it up here. I'm gonna pull up the ones that I find hilarious. So he's hired. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna be like off the top of my head. I mean, we've got butt fingering, we've got kicker kicking, we've got. Oh, but there's some more you forgot. So, yeah. so, so he's hired January 14th this year. He immediately the, hires the fucking yeah. racist, abusive. So February 10th, he hires not even a full month in. February 10th, he hires Chris Doyle, the director of sports performance. Doyle was a longtime head strength coach at Iowa, but reached a separation agreement in June 2020 after he'd been accused of making racist statements and bullying and belittling black players. So you already have a guy who's controversial, questionable. You hire him right away. So, all right. So he, so he's so nothing major for a few months. Then he two weeks signs- later, two weeks later, he signed Aaron Hernandez, not knowing he was dead. <laughs> he was like, I like him. He's a damn dynamic tight end. I had him at Florida. They're like, he killed himself in jail after he murdered a bunch of people. He's like, are you sure? Same Aaron Hernandez. Okay. Is Riley Cooper available? They're like, we have bad news for you. He also has been in some trouble. May 20th, he signs Tim Tebow to play tight end. Right. 
probably the most absurd thing of all the things he's done. Thank you. Andy Ruther tweet last night, which I thought was funny. I, I Yeah. 34-year-old Tim Tebow, who has never played tight end, has been out of the NFL for, I don't know, six, seven, eight years. Hires Tim to play tight end. Obviously, that didn't work out. July 1st, the NFL fined the Jags $200,000 and Urban $100,000 for excessive contact during a June 1st OTA. And that excessive contact was him punching his punter in the mouth. Yes, I believe. Allegedly. Oh, we're not doing allegedly for her. Okay. So we're, we're scooting along. Let, let, let's go past, you know, some of these ones that I don't think are as was wild. Okay. October 2nd, two days after losing a Thursday night home game to the Bengals. The finger. Yes. A video of a woman dancing near Urban's lap goes viral on social media. And uh, we all know. The, the butt finger video. doesn't fly home from the game goes out, leaves his wife tending to their grandchildren, giving them a bath while he butt fingers, some Snapchats. Oh yeah. And, and, and she, uh, she had that, that porn star name too. Wasn't it like something Nebraska, like her name? I have no idea. Okay. Anyway, Steve Nebraska. Let's get to the last, just the last week. Okay. December 11th, NFL Network reports that Marvin Jones Jr. had to be persuaded to return to the team facility after leaving in response to Myers' vocal criticism of the wide receiver core. The network also reported that Meyer called his assistant coaches losers during a staff meeting and asked them to defend their resumes. I got to deal with you guys, and they wouldn't let me have my strength coach? None. I haven't seen any of you guys out on the field calling any of our players racist names. It's like you don't care. You're the special teams coach and you haven't kicked a single special teams player. Do you even fucking want to win? Coach, what do you want us to do? I want you in the shower, sticking your finger up our players asses. I mean, what do I have to do? Fucking butt finger them for you? <laughs> So the next day, that was December 11th, December 12th, the Jags lose 20 to nothing at Tennessee. After the game, Meyer denied both the NFL network allegations and said anyone linking information risks losing their job. Cut to December 13th. So again, we're at this week. The owner, who, by the way, is so bad too, Shad Khan says he will not make any hasty decision, nor will be swayed by emotion when it comes to do what with Meyer. Well, you did. You finally decided. So last night, the news leaked by former Jags kicker Josh Lambeau that Urban Meyer kicked him during warmups at practice. Meyer called the incident inaccurate, but dude, this is wild. I got to read exactly what happened. This is so funny to me. This, this is this Urban Meyer is a high school bully. He's like the O'Doyle rules from Billy Madison. This is what it says, according to the uh, Tampa Bay Times. This is what Josh Lambeau, former Jags kicker, said. Lambeau was approached by head coach Urban Meyer, who doesn't call Jaguar specialists by their names. It was kicker, punter, long snapper, Lambeau said, or shitbag, dipshit, or whatever the hell it was. Seems like a guy you want to play for, right, Prano? 
it, it, I mean, to be fair, I've also heard that he doesn't refer to anybody else. He's like bigger blocker, little, little blocker, blocker and catcher guy running backwards, defending receiver guy. Last man before the end zone guy. He's like, coach, I'm a safety. He's like, you're the last guy, tackler guy. Thrower, dude. He's like, I'm fucking Trevor Lawrence, the number one overall pick. Thrower, motherfucker. So then Lambo described what happened. I'm in a lunge position, left leg forward, right leg back, Lambo said. Urban Meyer, while I'm in that stretch position, comes up to me and says, hey, dipshit, make your fucking kicks and kicks me in the leg. Just a motivational speaker, that guy. Yeah. Hey, dipshit, make your fucking kicks. Which I'm sure this has gone through everyone's head. If he's doing this to professional athletes, what happened at Ohio State, at Florida, at Utah, at Bowling Green, every place he's coached at the collegiate yeah. level? What was he doing? This. And this is why it doesn't work in the NFL, because this is exactly what he's doing. And they're like, I'm a millionaire. You're a douche. Get the fuck out of my face. I don't care what you think or say. It's why you absolutely cannot be a fucking college coach in the NFL. It's not the same job. Bullying children is what like dipshit high school football coaches do. Bullying millionaires is a lot harder to do. And he's we, just a clown, dude. He's been he a clown for so long. He is. We all did this. Do you remember what we talked about this? All of us. We all were just like, is it going to last a year? Is it going to last three years? He's not going to last. We all did it. You're right. We, we like everyone saw this. Everyone saw this happening. Everyone. That was your guy. And here we are again. How many times do I have I said this over the years on our show? It amazes me that these businessmen who most of them have accumulated generational billion-dollar wealth as smart, savvy businessmen. Not all of them have. I mean, some of them have just been handed it to them. Okay, some of them. But then you have an owner who says, yeah, I think this is my guy. I'm not saying you're going to be an expert at football because obviously these guys are not coming from a football background. Get somebody who knows. Anyone with common sense knew Urban Meyer is not going to be the fit. And, and, and here you are now. You've wasted an entire season. And now what college is going to go get him? Some college, right? It'll take a couple of years. It would be so pathetic. I would, be, I would just be like, what a pathetic asshole you must be to be like the booster or the president or the athletic director of a school and be like, he's available. Let's go get herb. We all know winning matters, right? That's all people care about. No, honestly, I just don't think you tell us like you have to have that. You have to have some morals higher no, than that. Like I, I agree be- with you, but I don't think people do is what I'm saying. I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, w- I would never touch him, but I'm saying there are people or universities or boosters, whoever say, okay, we don't give a shit. This, this list of laundry that he has, which to be honest, 
there's so much more there. If right. you if you if you follow any of the Aaron Hernandez stuff and any of those documentaries, they don't even really go into it. some of the podcast, the stuff he covered up with Hernandez and all he the allowed, other things. Like, but like, like COVID, major COVID outbreak in the NFL, CTE bonanza all over the place, the fucking Washington emails, all this stuff. They're like, give us an Urban Meyer story. Goodell's probably like, hey. I've been sitting on this Lambo quote for a week. Do you guys want me to leak that? True. Jerry Jones is like, yeah, good time to leak that. Let's go. Yeah, you are let's right. Drop, let's just drop an herb nugget. Let's get Urban Meyer trending this morning. Run him out of Jacksonville. Why do you want to do that today? Well, uh, the entire Browns team has COVID. Oh, we also let the entire Rams team who had COVID play on Monday night. Also, it turns out the 9-11 bombers were all former NFL players who had CTE. And, uh, you know, I just don't want that news to leak. Yeah, this we'll get the storm to storm of the Capitol was, uh, you know. The, all former NFL linebackers who were writing manifestos about shooting themselves in the chest so that their brains could be studied before they stormed the Capitol. <laughs> Yeah. So we need an herb leak right now. Drop the herb bomb. It's crazy, man. Like it just everything moves so fast. We knew that was going to happen. So now current Jags owner Shad Khan since he took over in 2012. His teams are 41 and 116. Yeah, but the Allen brothers, dude, best receiving to NFL. You, you you want to put something in perspective? <laughs> I, I I have to take a dig at, at Bengals fans and the Bengals organization. Hey, he's forty one and one sixteen, but guess what, Bengals fans? Even the Jags have two playoff wins and an AFC championship appearance. Neither things the Cincinnati Bengals can say. Yeah. So can Andy Ruther get a who day? <laughs> It's bad. Like, who do you go after? You do have Trevor Lawrence. I mean, you got you got your guy. Uh, go after fucking David Garrard. Yeah. Right. It's a mess, man. He's he played for the Jags. He's successful and t- like that's your guy right there, blackhead coach. Oh, you mean uh, Byron Leftwich? Oh, right, Byron Leftwich, David Garrard, the who's other the, black the, quarterback from the Jaguars. The, who's the racist now? All black quarterbacks don't look alike. Joe Prano. <laughs> the, 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 I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah. And I was thinking, wait, wait, does he mean Byron Leftwich? I always forget Byron Leftwich. Because fucking David Garrard came right in and ruined his legacy. Dude, they did have a couple successful black quarterbacks, man. I know. Dude. Back to back to back. Yeah. Byron Leftwich. Forgot Tampa about, Bay Bucks. Forgot about David Garrard. Yeah. I but you know what? I don't know if he's coaching if what he's doing. I would still take David Garrard over Urban Meyer. Yeah. And he might not even be in football. 
I know it's just crazy, man. How, how just these guys continue to do this and continue to make bad decisions. By the way, I just put my name and in Jags into Twitter just so I could throw out some old names. Raymond Assey. Are you still out there? That's not his name. Raymond Assey at Raymond underscore Assey. So I called a podcast a while back to defend my Jaguars. And this was the response by Fix Your Life. <laughs> what else would we say when a clueless troll? This is a, a reply to that tweet from, of course, our friend Brandon Deal at Swingman underscore nine. <laughs> what, what else wait. would we say when a clueless troll says there's no way this Jags team can beat the Steelers? This is the same D it has been all years. Please stop. You're wrong. <laughs> So this is the team that made the AFC championship. Yeah. They did have a really good D and they beat the Steelers. What was that? Julio Mendez 11. I believe in the Jags always have and always will. Don't have to put money down to prove that. Go cry somewhere else. Love it. I'm, I'm trying to look up some of these people, see if they still exist. Nope, not he. That guy doesn't, doesn't. Yeah. Well, Jags fans, uh, good luck is what I'm going to say. I mean, I mean, I mean, at this point, they don't belong there. I think we agree. They haven't belonged in Jacksonville. Just, just move the team to San Antonio or some other spot already. Just, just do a complete reset on the entire organization. It's not working. It hasn't worked for a while. Just, just move the team. Yeah. Well, luckily, the holidays are here, Jags fans, which is a great time to maybe celebrate the things you do have, like Miller Lite with your friends, Joe Brino. Glorious. Right? Absolutely. I'm here in New York. My sister just went out of town. I'm house and dog sitting. I'll tell you what I'm doing the second this podcast ends. Going into town to my local beer distributor and picking up a case of Miller Lite to get me through the weekend. Nice. Nice. And uh, what's even better is that Miller Lite has some great gifts for beer lovers over at their shop. You can go to shop.millerlite.com. I got a great Miller Lite short sleeve ugly Christmas sweater. Yeah which I should be rocking right now. It's upstairs, so I don't have it, but it's great. And I'll tell you what, guys, if you want a great gift, go check out shop.millerlight.com because they, again, have some great gifts. And I sent it to Joe. How how good looking is that sweater? It's awesome. Yeah, it it really is a great gift for anybody who likes Miller Light and anybody who wants to celebrate. Miller Light, great taste, 96 calories. Give the gift of Miller time this holiday season by going to MillerLight.com forward slash dirty sports to find delivery options near you or pick up some Miller Light pretty much anywhere they sell beer. Tis Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. So we have a new three-point king, Steph Curry. That's right. Happened in the garden. Happened in the garden. Where it was right always away. destined to happen. Yeah. 
What's crazy? Ray Allen is- was there. Reggie Miller was calling the game. Dale Curry was there with his uh, gaggle of women. Did, have you, did you see all that? Yeah. Good for Dale Curry. It is weird to see Dell not with Sonia Curry. She's still Curry. I'm assuming, at least for now, probably, unless she. Are they already divorced? I don't know. I don't know about that. But good for Steph. He broke it in such a short amount of time. Yeah. He's he's going to have probably a thousand more threes before it's all said and done. So I was watching the pregame show, and this is a wild stat. I think they were going over like some, I forget which year in the 90s, but the average NBA team, this was during Reggie Miller's era, used to take like 5.8 threes a game as a team. This year, it's 36. Yeah. So like the games evolved that much in 25 years that teams are taking seven times the amount of threes. And and I want to pose this discussion for you. I know we talked about it last week with Steph Curry and how he changed the game. I would argue, and I know people are not going to like this. I think there could be an argument made that Steph Curry, I think you're going to agree with me, was way more... I don't know if I want to say important because this guy was such a big marketing. This guy was so important from the marketing standpoint and those perspectives. So maybe it's, it, maybe it's a toss up. Who's more important to the NBA. If you look at the history of it, Kobe Bryant or Steph Curry. Oh, I, I thought you were just going to Michael Jordan. It, and I was just like, well, wow, there's not really a comparison in terms of like Mark, but who's more important to the league? Steph Curry. You think Steph's been? Yeah. What? I mean, I'm just saying Kobe had such big, worldwide popularity. Steph's bigger than Kobe. Worldwide? Right now? Yes. You think? Yeah. Kobe was so big. I think I think Steph's probably bigger. You think if like, like my argument was Kobe could walk in anywhere in any country and they know who he was. I don't think you can say the same for Steph Curry. I think you can. <laughs> you think you think you can? Yeah, I think that there's a certain caliber of basketball player in the NBA that's a worldwide star. I think there's probably five guys at any given time. I think right now the LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant's of the world, you know, and maybe the list gets pretty short after that. Is like, yeah, they're known worldwide. I don't think Steph Curry can walk in certain places in America and everybody knows who he is. Are you I think, drunk? What are you talking about? Steph, I mean, I'm being Steph serious. Curry? I'm being serious. People who don't follow the NBA. I think any, everybody knew who Kobe Bryant was. I don't know. From, from what? And you're basing that on what? Like Just nothing. Just basing it off an opinion. Yeah. No, N- I think I think the way I think the way the, the the world works media wise now, even just like the reach Everybody's seen Steph Curry's face on the internet, on Twitter, on Instagram, on, uh, you know, you can stream all the games now. You can watch the games even if they're not in your city or you're not in your country. You can go on the internet and watch the games if you're a big NBA fan. There's, I mean, there's just so much more access to it. I just think, 
LeBron James and the Steph Curry of the world now have more eyes on them than Kobe Bryant did just because it's easier to get eyes that wouldn't have seen it to see it now. Sure. I, now, now when it comes to the game, we already discussed, I think how he revolutionized the three point shot all the way down to kids nowadays. I, I don't, I don't think he's comparison. Uh, you know, yeah, what the he, what, on the game. Yeah. I think Steph has had such a greater effect on the game than Kobe Bryant. And to me, it's not, it's not even a question. And that's why I bring up this discussion of Steph versus somebody like Kobe, who's still so loved and obviously even more loved now after the tragic helicopter. Accident. I mean, like, I know this isn't everything and I know Kobe has passed away, but I don't think people are like unfollowing Kobe after death, but Kobe has 20, million Instagram followers and Steph Curry is 38 million. I mean, that's not everything, but that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. How many many does LeBron have? Look up. How many does LeBron have? What's your guess? 85 million. LeBron. (coughs) Is LeBron is LeBron not on Instagram at the moment? Like, did he he go dark or something? <laughs> I'll look it up. He's at King James. He's a hundred and four million. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, look, I I, I just think. he definitely has had a bigger influence in his importance. I, I just wasn't sure as far as globally. I think, I think those, I think that's the thing now where it's like those guys, just the, the access to everything is you just see everything more. Like if you're interested in that, or if you're not, it's coming across your feed. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I'll be curious about this record. Like you said, he's probably gonna get a thousand more. I'll be curious. How well, no one's on. No one's on pace to break it. No one's like even close to pacing the breaking out. No one in their fifth year or their third year or whatever is like even close. No one's sniffing it. James Harden might end up being second. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I mean, it's it is like that record didn't hold that long. Eleven years, I think. It held up, but I am glad he did it at the garden. It's cool. Much better to do it at the garden than in Indiana or Philadelphia. Yeah. And I didn't, I obviously didn't go Monday. We ended up not going to the game, but uh, yeah, I think, I think, I think it's great. I assumed I, you were there and he didn't break it. I just, I assumed you Ruth or cursed him. No. Uh, seems like maybe you Ruth or cursed him in, Philadelphia by saying that you were going to attend and then he was like oh I'm not gonna I'm gonna just go cold until Ruther doesn't go to my games and then I'll catch fire again yeah no I I I, I mean I, I, we didn't go because of potential COVID status so we had to make we had to make the right decision there we didn't want to become a 
We don't want to become a part of the Browns team, which we'll get to later in the show, Joe Prano. So the, oh, speaking of later in the show, can I get this out of the way? Sure. I don't even know what you're talking about. So go for it. This is a sports story that was not gaining enough traction, in my opinion. This is the most Andy Ruther story of all time. This is the best story that's come across my face in a while for Dirty Sports and for me personally. Let's talk about the other stories that have come across your face. Before what, uh, what, what other stories have just facialed you in the last few years? Okay, this one came across your face. Yeah, that wasn't the best way to word it, was it? No. <laughs> A very graphic sexually there, unintended. Of all the sports story facials I've taken in the past year, this is the one that just doused me the most. Yeah. I was just bathing in this headline. I was rubbing it into my skin like it was a full-on facial. Yeah. This one, this one bukkakied me in Taco Bell sauce because it's a Taco Bell story. Oh, here we go. My question is, is this going to inspire your return to stand-up comedy? Just this story alone. It's like, you know what? There's a bit here. It's funny you say that. I, Taco uh, Bell bit. I was asked to feature on a benefit show February 4th, and I turned it down. Why? I'm not ready. Dude, I, I, I can't do stand-up cold. I haven't done stand-up. It's the longest I've ever gone since I started. I haven't done stand-up in over a year and a half. I can't just do... I, I. It's not like LA or New York where I could just get up a bunch. February yeah. 4th is right around the corner. I'm not doing 15 to 20 minutes of material, new material, like cold. I would. That would ruin... And, and the show will probably have three or 400 people. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I. Uh, there was some debate. I turned it down. I'm still I'm still retired from stand up. So we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully I get back at some point. But um, if there's anything that could light the fire, it's a good Taco Bell headline. Give me the story. John Daly got okay. drunk and ordered four hundred and forty six dollars of Taco Bell. On Uber Eats, and he posted a screenshot. That's insanity. Was he with a gang of people? Here's what's misle- Here's what's weird. He he like posted half of it, so so we don't see the full order, which is disappointing. He captioned it on Instagram: "Don't drink and order Taco Bell and Uber. Don't drink and order Taco Bell and Uber Eats." What we do see is that he ordered five grilled cheese burritos at twenty two fifteen. 10 crunchy taco supremes at 2870, 10 spicy double steak grilled cheese at 7790. So so we we miss a lot of order. Also 20 miles Taco Bell item that's $7. He ordered yeah. 10 of them and they were $77. Correct. Jesus. Talk about thanks Obama. Oh, inflation just out of control. <laughs> That's true. If you're spending $446 on Taco Bell, inflation is out of control. 
I want to know how many people were there, how much was eaten. $446 from Taco Bell. How angry was that staff at that Taco Bell, which was probably three people because none of these restaurants have a staff right now. None of them. It was like one guy. He's like fucking daily again. Yeah. <laughs> Damn John Daly wrecking my night. It, it did remind me of some of the reckless drunken decisions I've done in the past. And I invite the dirt balls to call in with theirs. This is the most dirty sports thing. What is a wild order of abundance that you've done while under the influence? Please call into the hotline 310-359-8365. Mine without a doubt was the 20 junior bacon cheeseburgers that I ordered <laughs> in Las Vegas. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Cause like who just, who just goes with one item? I did. It was 2006, if I recall, with my buddies. I I notoriously loved Jack in the Box while intoxicated. And we pulled up to the drive-thru after a night of partying in the Las Vegas Strip. Only when you got to sunny Southern California and you got the Mexican flavor in your life where you're like, I'm throwing my allegiance to Taco Bell. There, there was plenty of Mexican flavor in Las Vegas, Joe. <laughs> but I, I remember, I vividly remember, my buddy had a white Jeep Cherokee. I was sitting in the back seat, and I pulled out a crisp. That's when it was 99 cents. I pulled out a crisp $20 bill, and I said to my buddy in the front seat, I want 20 Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers. And he goes, what? 20? I said, there's three of us can eat about six to seven a piece. And they're like, we are not eating six of these. I'm like, order it now. And the guy was so angry, so pissed. And my buddies instantly go, this guy is for sure spitting in your food. You ordered 20? And we got back to his place. I love how you were also like, just taxes and a thing. <laughs> well, 99 cents each. Keep the change, you <laughs> filthy animal. I probably had a couple singles for the taxes, but I vividly remember pulling out that crisp $20 bill with so much pride and happiness. So we get back to my buddies and I'm just a train wreck. And the next day, it, he said it looked like a murder scene. I had, with all the ketchup on the junior bacon cheeseburgers that they put on it, there was like ketchup near the light switches and like across the wall. And he's like, did you just drag your hand across my wall and in my bathroom? And it came might- out, thought somebody had been murdered. Turns out it was just your ketchup. <laughs> we got a crime scene here. I think is Andy. Okay. Oh, he's just covered in ketchup. So that was my reckless decision. I, again, what, I, what is that? Is that brain? Is that brain particles? Oh, that's pickles. It's pickles on the wall. <laughs> Who's throwing pickles at the wall? I would love to hear from the dirt ball. What is a reckless John Daly or Andy Ruther decision you've made while drunk? 310-359-8365. Prano, you have to have one where you remember. I, I don't. I don't have one that stands out as like exceptionally whatever, but Mikey's going to have to make this phone call at some point because he used to be the king of like going out of his way to get the crave case on the way home. 
Yeah. He also one time went like aggressive. He was so drunk that he went aggressive with the burritos and his wife, I think at the time, girlfriend, maybe wife already said that like <laughs> she found the dog like eating the burrito off of him. And <laughs> Mikey's like, it's good because I think I would have choked to death if the dog didn't straight up eat the burrito out of my passed out mouth. <laughs> amazing. Absolutely. Amazing. I don't have like a standout one. I mean, I'm sure I have a reckless order somewhere in there, but nothing on the level of 20 double 20 fucking bacon, double cheeseburgers or junior bacon cheeseburgers, G- yeah. junior bacon cheeseburgers. Sorry. Um, also, we got to talk about it because, you know, the Arnold Palmer is the iced tea lemonade, right? Of course. Everybody does. I'll do a John Daly. And it's like, oh, we'll put booze in my Arnold Palmer. I think that's, first of all, it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful to Arnold Palmer. It's also kind of disrespectful to John Daly. I think a John Daly, I think when you order a John Daly, you should get the iced tea lemonade with the vodka and 15 Supreme Nacho Supremes <laughs> steaks off tacos. Like when you go, when you order a John Daly from a cart girl on the golf course, she's got to give you your drink and then she's got to take a quick ride to the local Taco Bell and spend $40 on your behalf of just a mixed bag. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I mean, this guy. Lagine. He's 55 now. I mean, nothing stopping this guy, right? Well, except heart disease. Yeah. But besides that, nothing. Choking to death on a spicy cheese quesadilla. Blackout drunk. We'll stop him. But yeah, besides that, nothing. <laughs> He, he I'm I'm just looking at his Wikipedia real quick. He's gone through some wives too, man. He's been married four times. The thing about John Daly and the internet age is like at this point now, this is what he does, right? Like this is his yes. shit. He's like, I hit golf balls out of people's asses and I eat four hundred dollars worth of Taco Bell. Anybody got a fucking light beer I can slam? Yeah. 55. I wonder how long he lasts. I know dudes who've partied with him. Actually, we probably all know dudes. Like, he's the guy who's just partying with dudes. Right? Yeah. Legend. Pizza Star used to say when we were in New York City in in the mid-2000s, like, every girl you meet knows somebody hooked up with Derek Jeter. Yeah. Like everybody's got a John Daly party story. Yeah. I know. Which it, the craziest part about how wild and reckless and like kind of drunken and debaucherous he's become is like his his reputation precedes him everywhere he goes. Like everybody sees John Daly and they go, fucking disaster. The craziest part about it, he has been named the next head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, like that's, really? that's crazy. I mean, that, I, yeah, that is wild. everybody already knew he was a disaster. Yeah. So why they would hire him when he he just leaves a trail of Taco Bell wrappers and, and empty beer cans in his wake wherever he goes. I don't know. But they were like, 
Yeah, well, I, can't do worse than Herb. And I'm reading reports here. According to ESPN's Adam Schefter, he's already decided to replace the Gatorade water bottles with Taco Bell sauce. Great. Controversial move. Yeah. Let's see how it plays out. Bold move there, Cotton. We'll see. <laughs> when they win the Super Bowl, they go to dump the gate. I'm just like, is that queso? Better be queso. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, from one legend to another, we got to discuss Deion Sanders, one of my favorites of all time, getting the number one recruit to decommit from Florida State to Jackson, Jackson State, where he coaches. Honestly, this, I think, is awesome. And also, it is essentially the complete, the, it's the 100% opposite story of Urban Meyer. You have Urban Meyer, who's this dipshit, old school, like thinks it's still the fucking late 90s. He could just spit at people and fucking tell them he's going to, you know, call their mom and like whatever. Treats professional football players as if they're children and runs a NFL team into the ground. Meanwhile, Deion Sanders with zero coaching experience, treats Jacksonville State essentially as it's as if it's a professional football team. Jackson State. Jackson State. I know. I always do that. Yeah. Ja- Jacksonville State is coached by David Garrard. Jackson State <laughs> is coached by Deion Sanders. Uh, Jackson State as essentially a professional football team. He literally, you know, he's calling people up. He's like, hey, it's prime time. They're like, who? He's like, Coach Prime. You want to go to the NFL? He's like, well, Coach, what do you think Jackson State's going to do next year? He's like, who cares? Who cares? You're you're a defensive back? You're going to come be mentored by prime time? I'm going to get you sponsorships i'm gonna get you a car i'm gonna get you what's your number so i can get it in a diamond encrusted chain right now i'm gonna teach you to dance and i'm gonna get you paid they're like well what's our chances of winning a national championship he's like zero who gives a shit you're about to get paid he's treating these young high schoolers as if they are professional athletes which is where we have to do what essentially what you have to do these days. It's the complete opposite story of urban Meyer. And he gets a guy to decommit from Florida state to go to a FCS. Yeah. So, so Jackson state is an FCS historically black college in Jackson, Mississippi, which is pretty wild. So Dion's done great. They went 11 and one this year. He's got a 15 and four record as a head coach. And now the rumors though, of course, is that he has multiple power five jobs who want to interview him. So we'll see if he stays, but talk about a a success story. that I think a lot of people did not see 
I mean, he's making it work. I mean, I mean, you're getting you're getting guys to leave. Obviously, Florida State's down, but their historical program. You're getting guys to leave yeah. to drop down a level to go FCS because of yeah. how you recruit, right? But also, who at this point, if you're a if you're a top like this is guy, this guy was uh, you know the number one or the number two overall recruit depending on you know where you look if you're in the top 50 in any class right let's even say the top 100 you don't really give a shit about anything but going to the nfl right true so the idea come to alabama we're going to win a national championship you're going to be on tv i don't care about that as much as I care about going to the NFL. Now I understand that that's part of the process. Oh, people get to see me on sec every weekend and you know, scouts will see me and the people drafted, but it's like, Dion's like, Hey man, you want people to come see you? What if I just text your highlights to my co-hosts at the NFL network? He's like, you want Marshall Falk to talk about you on the NFL network next week. Cool. Cause he's going to do the segment call calling Dion in the locker room. Dude, Marvin or er, Marshall hasn't been on the NFL network for a few years. And nor has Dion. My man's got to get up to date with the NFL network. He's like, listen, I'll call David Garrard. I don't care. <laughs> who do you need me to call? My point is it doesn't matter who like D- everybody has Dion Sanders. Dion Sanders calls anybody he wants. Right. Like the second Shaq leaves TNT, Shaq's not like Shaq can call anybody, right? Like, yeah, Deion Sanders is bigger than the NFL network. Deion Sanders is like Deion Sanders is Deion Sanders. Sure. If your idea is like getting the attention of NFL players, like Deion's your guy. Yeah. No, I think it's great, man. I think I think it's great, and yeah, if anybody knows about making that money, it, it's Dion. And uh, I love it. You know, it goes to show now that we have the name and image likeness deals going. I think it's really going to kind of level the playing field, so to speak. Especially when Dion's like, "Why don't you just come here and I'll get you a Nike deal." Yeah, and I, and I don't. I don't say like I, I shouldn't say level. I just think it's going to spread it out more, right? If if guys like you said, if you're a top recruit, you don't care about a national championship. But you know, the, in the end, there's still. Why would you go to Vanderbilt when you can go to Alabama? But that's a different. That's a whole different thing than when you have situation. It's essentially why. I mean, Dion is you know one of a kind, or uh, there's a handful of guys like that. But my point is, this is what college football should be doing. Yeah, they, they should be trying to do this more and more as opposed to the NFL hiring the Urban Myers of the world. Because Urban Meyer is just a recruiter. So, like, why would you do that? Deion Sanders is going to coach an NFL team that doesn't his superpowers are useless in the NFL. He's not an X and O strategist. He's just a guy who calls people up and he's like, it's Deion Sanders. Are you coming to my school? 
And they were like, well, I have an offer from Nick Saban. He's like, cool. Is Nick Saban coming to pick you up in his Lamborghini? <laughs> Does Nick Saban have a Lamborghini whose license plate says prime time? <laughs> no, I know he doesn't. And do you want to know why I know he doesn't? Because I have the license plate prime time in all 50 states on a Lamborghini. So there's no way in any of the 50 states that Nick Saban's license plate says prime time. It's I'm prime time. So I'll be at your house in a Lamborghini in 20 minutes. If Nick Saban's there in his Lamborghini, you should definitely get in. Let's see if that happens. The best part is Prime and Nick Saban do that Aflac commercial together. Yeah. You know, that must be the money. That's the best part of all that. I, I, like, I think- I'm going to give you a shout out on Instagram right now. They're like, Coach yeah. Prime, really? He's like, yes. Is Nick Saban going to do that? And he's like, I don't know. I'll call Nick Saban. The, the recruit calls Saban. He's like, Coach Prime saying he's going to shout me out on Instagram. He's like, what the fuck is Instagram? Oh, 100%. Are you, gonna, are you in shape or not? He's like, you know what, Coach? I think I'm going to go to Jackson State. Yeah. I, I bet when Dion shows up for those recruits, I bet he looks fresh with a nice suit or pair of pants from Indochino, Joe. Doesn't Dion always dress fresh? Absolutely. One of the one of the best dressed guys out there. And I have to compliment our friends at Indochino because I needed a new pair of chinos. We all know my wardrobe is lacking. Look how I'm dressed right now. I need all the help I can get. But I got a, a great pair of chinos. They got, you in, they got you in those chinos, didn't they? They did. They got me a they, I got a great pair of Navy chinos from Indochino, which I've rocked. And I'll tell you what, I've gotten some great compliments. Guys, if you want to upgrade your wardrobe, now is the time. Right before the holidays, you got holidays, parties, you got gatherings with your family, you name it. Indochino offers completely custom fitted suits, shirts, casual wear, and more at surprisingly affordable prices. So get a wardrobe personalized to your style and taste without spending a fortune. Give yourself a custom closet revamp with Indochino or give the gift of great style with an Indochino gift card. Get $50 off any purchase of $399 or more by using promo code DIRTY at Indochino.com. That's $50 off a purchase of $399 or more at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O dot com promo code dirty okay we are mowing through we're doing good i say we discuss nfl news as we make the picks okay does that work sure kind of like throw them all together yeah sure We, we can parlay all this stuff and uh here we are Week 15, Joe Prano. You, you, you got a point last week, so you're down seven. Yeah, going to have to be better than that, though. Yeah, it's going to get a little more competitive. I feel it coming. I feel, I feel a little, little push from you. We got a great Thursday night game. Now, now, this week, we got two Saturday games, just like next week. We have two Saturday games. So we, uh, we start off with a, a big one. In Los Angeles, 
That's Chief- tonight, though. That's a Thursday game, correct? Yeah. yeah. Chiefs Chargers. Chiefs are a game up on the Chargers in the division. Chargers have already beaten them. If the Chargers win tonight, Joe. Chargers will have sole possession of first place, and they'll own all the tiebreakers with a clean sweep. Chiefs are three-point favorites in Los Angeles, where I assume most of the crowd will be Chiefs fans. My, my resell on this was very high. It was, I think, the second highest of the season. So that makes that tells me to be a lot of Chiefs fans tonight. You want me to go first or do you want to go first? I think I mean, you know what? I'll go first because your your pick's not going to change mine. I think that the Chiefs have hit their stride. I think that the impressive game last week by the Chargers uh is not a good sign for them because they're such an up and down team. They, they look great against the Giants. I think that means they look mediocre this week against the Chiefs team that is cruising. I actually think the game will be relatively close, but three is not enough. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Yeah, every part of what you said I agree with, but I'm just going to be a homer now. I, I, I gotta, I'm going to root for the Chargers. I like the way they're playing. I think they're going to give up a lot of points. I think both teams are going to give up a lot of points. I think a lot of these Chiefs D is playing great, but they also, if you really pick apart, you know, they played against no Aaron Rodgers and like right, a lot of these right. games, it's like, sure. They I'm not, play. I'm not super, I'm, I'm less high on the Chiefs than I am low on the Chargers. Still, I mean, I think the Chargers have just been a up and down team. Yeah. And I agree. And the, and the Chiefs are surging. So I'm gonna go Chargers for those reasons. I think it's let's go a really close game, and let's fucking go. I can't tell you the last time I was this excited about a Thursday night game this late in the season with this many implications. So it should be a fun one. All right, next up we have. I, our- by the way, I predict your Chargers have an opportunity late in this game. Like I think it's gonna be a close enough game where it's like gonna come down to the final position. This is my prediction. Chargers driving to tie the game. And you're like, well, if they just tie this game, I go into overtime and I cover. And they don't. And they lose by seven points. It's a seven-point loss. Chargers can't get it done. Yeah. I think we're going to have a lot of points tonight. So, big big game. And, and, and the Chargers' remaining schedule is very favorable if they win this. Because then they go at the Texans. And then they have, um, I believe, the Raiders and Broncos. So, so it's pretty favorable. Okay. Speaking of the Raiders. The Raiders. They travel to Cleveland for your COVID game of the week. This spread has moved a lot because of all the Browns players who are currently on the COVID list which I believe is 18 players at this point. Let's see if I can count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. I see 14 as of now, but these are some key players. That include, wow. Some of the players on that will not be playing. Um, Baker Mayfield, Austin Hooper, Jarvis Landry, Karis McKinley, Njoku, 
and a lot of these other guys who I think are our starters. So basically, Octavius Omicron. <laughs> so I, I know we're both going to agree. It's the quarterback isn't really. I'm like, oh, cool, Case Keenum. That's not a drop off. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I would, I that would be the, I would be on the Browns if it was just Case Keenum in for Baker Mayfield. What's the spread on this game? It's one and a half Raiders. Raiders are favored by one and a half. Yeah, now you're losing again. I mean, I just named two tight ends and, and Jarvis Landry. It's like it's one and a half. The coach won't be. The coach is on the list, too. It's my turn. I'll go first. I just I, I it's it's still tough for me to pick the Raiders because I just think. I, the Raiders are the Raiders, and I'm going to pick the Browns, dude. I know it sounds – everyone is like, oh, the Browns lost this game. I just – I know that's a lot of players and a lot of starters. It's still a West to East game. It's cold. It, you know, it's shitty weather. It's this time of year. I'm still going with the Browns, man. I'm taking the virus. <laughs> I'm taking the Raiders. <laughs> you were for sure going Raiders. I am going Raiders. Okay. So you I'm are going the, Raiders. I'm taking the, the virus to beat the Browns. I'm taking the Raiders. This really does suck, though. It Don't you? Like, they got to figure something out. You got a team right in the thick of the playoffs, and it's like a home game. Oh. Like, how confident are you in that pick, though? Not confident at all. What are you talking about? <laughs> right? No, not confident at all. Yeah, I wouldn't be either. So other news revolving around. Especially the with the Raiders getting their ass smacked last week. Yeah. The Raiders will host the 20 or Las Vegas, I should say, will host the 2024 Super Bowl. Look how far we've nice. come in the city of Las Vegas. Yeah. Dude, you think you know how some of these cities they say are where, where is next year? Arizona. This year's LA, Arizona, Vegas. Yeah, all West Coast for the next three. All within like a seven hour triangle. Yeah. You know how guys will have meltdowns the week of the Super Bowl occasionally? Oh, yeah. I bet the coaches are going to plan. Maybe not to go as early. I don't know. Every city has distractions. It's not like Miami. and You know, those cities have distractions. It's not like they don't. But Las Vegas. Will there be a player out at the casino that like, does something stupid? I'm not saying 100 percent. Like, yeah, yeah. I would, I would guess just like right without a doubt. It doesn't have to be a star player, but I bet somebody on one of the team's rosters. You know. Will they order 20 junior bacon cheeseburgers like I did from a Las I mean, Vegas Jack in the Box? Honestly, that's they would probably the coaches staff would probably be happy if that's the worst thing they do. Yeah. As opposed I, to like in the past, go missing in Mexico. Like <laughs> Yeah. Good call. That was the Bucks Raiders Super Bowl. Yeah. In San Diego. I like it. I heard that stadium is awesome. You got to go to a game, man, next year. Down. Yeah. I heard that place is great. All right, so Joe has the Raiders. I have the Browns. Two different picks to start off. All right, you're up next. The Patriots, this is a Saturday game tomorrow. 
Patriots traveled to Indy where the Colts are two and a half point favorites. Oh man, that's tough. I kind of like the Colts in this game, but I just, but at the same time, it seems weird to me that the Colts are favored. Uh, I'm going to take the Patriots. Yeah. Well, I, that I, I'm on agreement on that. That's exactly how I felt. I was like the Colts are favorites. Patriots are coming off a bye. Bill Belichick. I don't have his record in front of me. I'm assuming it's probably pretty good off a bye. I have to go with the Patriots for those reasons. And your primetime Saturday night game, the Washington football team travels to Philly where Philly is seven and a half point favorites. Is there something here that I'm missing? There's got to be. I'm going to scroll down to the COVID list here to see if there's a bunch of guys out. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. Wow. Washington football team has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, Jeez. thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen guys on the list. Give me some names. It's a lot of guys I don't know, to be honest. It's 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 so well, some guys I know. Defensive tackles, O linemen. You know, the backup quarterback, Kyle Allen, Cam Sims at wide receiver, Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen. I mean, you got some names. A lot of DBs. I mean, seven and a half. That's a big spread. I'm going to go Washington's. Am I crazy to pick the COVID teams? No, I, I mean, to me, there's this is two different things. The I, I know the Browns are significantly better than the Raiders at full staff, but like it then makes it a one and a half point game. You're you're it's a coin. Now you're just like picking who's going to win. Yeah. The idea that. L- let's say, OK. I am a Philadelphia hater, but also. I don't know what's going on with people like and this Philadelphia team. If if they did we are Washington and the whole team died in a plane crash this week, like the we are Marshall, I still don't like the Eagles favored by seven and a half. If they if if they have to replace a team that died in a plane crash with Keanu Reeves at quarterback and John Favreau at linebacker. And Gene Hackman and a Fedora as their coach. I still don't like Jalen Hurts as a seven and a half point favorite. I'm gonna, I'm with you. I'm on Washington. Yeah, I just it's such a big spread, man. I get their teams out. You still got your quarterback. Oh, it's ridiculous. On to the Sunday games. Here's another big spread. Bills at home against the Panthers, 10 and a half point favorites. And a must win for Buffalo. You're up. First, I got Buffalo. I think even in the loss last week, they found something at the end. Carolina has been bad. I've been riding. I've been riding betting against Carolina for weeks now, ever since the return of cam. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm going to stick with that. I agree. It's a must win. They came back. They're at home. I think Carolina gets smashed. All right. Jets travel to Miami. Jets have fucked me recently. 
I keep taking them to cover. Miami's nine and a half point favorites. I, I just, I can't do it. I know it's a big spread and I know it's in division. I just, I can't do it. The, the Jets, and this might be one I regret, so be it. You, you screwed me too many times. I got to take Miami. Yeah, I, I hear you, dude. I'm going to take the Jets because I'm going to let the, keep, the Jets keep screwing you. I am now going to play this Jets team as if they are my Atlanta Falcons team. Whatever you do, I'm going to do the opposite and let the Jets just keep fucking you. Well, you're probably right. Let's go. Oh, I'm going to hate. Like, this will be one I'll hate to lose because it's the Jets. All right. The Cowboys travel to your Giants where they are 10 and a half point favorites. Who's playing quarterback for you guys? I assume Mike Lennon. What What is Daniel Jones's injury, by the way? Well, you know, there's a lot of rumors, a lot of rumors and hearsay out there that Daniel Jones may have spinal stenosis, which I don't know if you remember. Do you remember fucking David Wilson? Giants running back who was pretty good for a minute and then never played in the league again. Rumors in here say that Daniel Jones career might be over. Now, I haven't heard that from any of my uh, inside sources, but uh, I mean, I'm I, I mean, he's not playing this weekend. Okay. Amazing to be on a roster with Mike Glennon and to not be like amazing that you are one of the two quarterbacks on a roster with Mike Glennon and you're the one with a neck problem. That's insane to me. Yeah. There's some irony there. I also saw on the NFL network, most likely judge is going to keep his job. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. You can't, you can't replace your coach every two years. You can't do that. So who do you honestly, and honestly, the, and it goes back again. I would have liked to see what this team did down the stretch with Daniel Jones and not Jason Garrett. Now we don't have Daniel Jones because Jason Garrett got his spine and neck injured. Now, I would like to see a precedent set where if Daniel Jones does have some sort of career, uh, a serious career threatening injury, I'd like to see him sue Jason Garrett personally in a lawsuit. I think that that we need to, this is a trend that we need to start. This guy did this to you, uh, sue him personally in a personal lawsuit against Jason Garrett. Uh, That being said, I think that, as I've said that I don't believe in this Cowboys team at all, but I believe in them against Mike Lennon. I'm going to take the Cowboys. Yeah. I'm going to take the Cowboys as well. All right. Tennessee at the Steelers. Tennessee is a one point favorite. I'm up first. Titans are just like eking out wins. Steelers are terrible but they also find ways to win. I'm going to take Tennessee. I'm with you. You know, one point isn't much. So go Titans. Oh, and look at this one next. Here we go. Here we go. The Jags are five point. This is how bad the Texans are. The Jags are five point favorites. Not this has, I don't even think there's anything to do with the Texans. I think this is the not urban Meyer bump. This, yeah. this spread has gone up since the Urban Meyer fire. 
I didn't know that. Interesting. So the Jaguars are five-point favorites at home against the Texans. You're up. I'm curious how you picked this. I liked it better when the it was smaller. I really want to ride the Urban Meyer bump, but I can't. I'm going to take the Texans. David Mills. Is it David or Davis Mills? I believe it's Davis. I believe it's David Garrard. I believe that's his name. David Garrard. Yeah, can the Jags win a game by six points? I mean, I think you could end that question a lot earlier. Can the Jags win a game? Question mark. But does the team play inspire because they know they're dipshit head coach? Probably. Right? I think they do. If this was three and a half, I would be on it. Yeah, five is just too big. I can't do it. I can't. I cannot do five. I, I would do three and a half. All right, so we're both going to take the Texans. Oh, I hate that we both take the Texans, too. I hate that, but whatever. All right, the Cardinals travel to the Lions. They will be without DeAndre Hopkins for the rest of the remaining regular season. Yep. Huge loss, possibly a return in the playoffs. They are 12.5-point favorites in Detroit. I'm taking the hobby 12 and a half. I'm taking the Cardinals. I'm with you. Mine stink. All right. You have 40. I'm sorry. Not your 49ers. You have Falcons, Joe. Travel to the 49ers. I'll take the 49ers. I don't, what's, I don't know what the spread is. I don't know where it is. It's I'll nine and a half. It's in San Francisco. The, I'll take the Niners. Nine and a half. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> it's nine and a half. You sure about that? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to overthink it. I'm no longer picking the Atlanta Falcons. Hmm. What am I doing here? No, I'm not picking. I can't pick the Falcons either because I know we're going to have a different pick the next one. Okay, we both take the Niners on that. The Bengals travel to Denver where the Broncos are two and a half point favorites. Uh, before you make any picks, uh, Randy Ruther has called to oh, nice. issue an ultimatum. Hey, Joe Perengna. Randy Ruther here, bud. Don't you dare pick the Bengals this week. All right? Don't do it. I actually have your golf clubs in my possession now. And I will bury them bitches out here in the desert if you even consider taking the Bengals. This is the week we turn it around and win the Super Bowl. Can Randy Ruther and Urban Meyer's old finger banging ass get a who day? <laughs> okay, so you've yeah, you've picked the Bengals the last two weeks and it's backfired, and I've done the opposite. And uh, I'll go first here. I'm going to continue that trend. I think the Bengals lose. The spread has gone up. It was one and a half. It's now two and a half. I think they don't cover. And I'll say this. I think if the Bengals lose this game, I had this discussion with a friend. I wouldn't be shocked if they lose every game from here on out. 
Like, like if it's, it's one of those, it's one, it's a young team. It's a bad coach. If they lose this week, that's three in a row. And their last three remaining games are home against Baltimore, home against Kansas city and at Cleveland. I wouldn't be shocked if they lost their last six games. Again, that's if they lose this game, it's a big F because I think obviously there's a good chance they win. I'm still going with Denver on the road. I've come to really like Randy Ruther. I'm a big Randy Ruther fan. I even set up a golf outing with Randy Ruther. I was like, hey, Randy Ruther, I know you're based in the Phoenix area. I'm coming to Phoenix for shows. New Year's weekend with Eddie Ift. In fact, the Thursday show, December 30th, I will be headlining House of Comedy in Arizona. If you are in the Phoenix, Scottsdale, Glendale, wherever, all those cities out there area, come down on Thursday night. Watch me headline. Rumors, rumors and hearsay at this point. But Randy Ruther might be doing a guest spot on the show. Whoa, Randy Ruther doing stand-up. Yeah. So Randy Ruther doing stand-up before in a TJ Hushmanzada jersey. No, a TJ Hushmanzada Pro Bowl jersey. Pro Bowl jersey. Yes. In an AJ Green half Bengals, half Cardinals jersey. Does Randy Ruther own one of those? I don't know, but he should. He really should. Uh, so we're going to go golf. Come to see those shows if you're there, especially the Thursday night show when I'm headlining. If you can't make Thursday, come to one of the weekend shows where I'll be opening for Eddie Ift, who's also a fantastic com- comedian, including, I believe it's like a 10 or 10.30 show on New Celebrate New Year's with us. Um, so here's the deal. I like Randy Ruther. Oh boy. You definitely picking the Bengals. I'm, no, I'm going to do it for him. And, and here's what I'm going to say to Randy Ruther and other Bengals fans out there. When I get on board, you guys lose. When I get off board, you guys are going to screw me over. I need this point, but I'm not going to get it because I'm going to be off your Bengals and you're going to blow out the fucking Broncos. If you want this Bengals team to make the playoffs, you have to win this game. You need me to not be on the Bengals the rest of the year. My Venmo's at Joe Prano. Pay me not to pick the Bengals for the rest of the season. To for In good faith, I'm not going to pick them this week. I'm on the Broncos. So congratulations to the Bengals on your big win. Randy Ruther, you owe me a beer on the golf course. I actually don't like it either. I want you to pick the Broncos. I know you do. I'm sorry, the Bengals. I know you do. They're definitely going to win now that we both picked the Broncos. I know. Since we're mixing in uh, NFL stories during picks, can I can I break an NFL story right now? Yeah. Apparently, a Kansas City bar. Oh, I saw this. Has got full this. Andy Ruther and destroyed Jackson Mahomes. I saw this this morning. If you're at Jackson Mahomes, we are sorry that we set oh, hold, boundaries. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on. You got, you got to set it up. So I read this whole... I, I forgot to add this. Um, so I guess he complained. Um, yeah, that they couldn't see him in a big group. Yeah. And uh, do you have the full... I have the full statement from the bar. You like, want it? With it's time we have a talk. Uh, I don't know about that. Is that in there? I know, I'm reading it for the first time. 
Oh yeah, this this is above that, but that's fine. Yeah, just 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 read that part. Dear at Jackson Mahomes, we are sorry that we set boundaries that you tried to ignore. Oftentimes, people with unearned status and a sense of entitlement think that they are above the rules and will lash out at the employee enforcing them. We are sorry we cannot seat you, seat you or your very large group. As you probably saw, our bar is very small. We are sorry that you have the reach that you do, or at least that you think you do, and that instead of using it for something positive, you decided to use it to try and crush a small business. We survived a global pandemic. We'll survive your ego. We are sorry you didn't reach out to us first before taking to social media. But then again, that is an expectation we would have from a mature and rational person, not someone who pours water on fans and dances on memorials of tragically lost people for TikTok clout. We have not been fortunate enough to be born into a much more talented and much more famous family, but we would like to think that if we did that much luck, that if we did have that much luck, we would use our influence in more responsible ways. We hope our apology finds you well. Shots fired and connect. Wow. That's one of the best roast I've ever seen. Ever. I mean, Talk about putting somebody in a body bag. Yeah. That was amazing. Now, what did he post? Do you know? No, I didn't I didn't do my research enough on that. Let me let me see though. Cause we gotta know what, yeah, what did he post? Because he had to have posted something uh Pretty ridiculous. Um, let me see here. So he went on Facebook. No, 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 no. They posted this on Facebook. Sorry. I don't know what he posted. Sorry that we're doing this on air. Mahomes but, uh, now deleted social media posts. Allegedly said he had an awful experience and awful service when he attended the bar. Okay. I mean. Oh, he, no. Oh, no. The cocktail bar has since deleted their post and published another apology for the way they handled the situation. It's time to talk again. Yesterday, we released an apology. Boo. Boo. Trash. Yep, just lost all respect. You you Come don't put on. you don't put someone in a body bag and then puss out. That's trash, dude. You were you were about to be fucking. I know. I was just cult saying. heroes for just trolling. Being you should have cha- changed your bar, Jackson. Name it, Jackson Mahomes. Not welcome. I'd have fucking came there the next time I was in Kansas City. I know exactly. Now I'm not even gonna look up the name of your yep. stinking bar. Exactly. Same. Same. You had earned my respect. I would have 100% gone there. I was in Kansas City. Now I just don't respect you. Don't back down. Tom Petty words, right? You just don't back down. I mean, come on. What a a bummer of a story now. Jackson Mahomes is so ridiculous. Talk about somebody who really needs to be punched in the face. Nah, listen, I don't uh I don't promote violence, but if he tore his ACL himself while doing a TikTok dance, I wouldn't be like upset about it. 
I just don't know how his brother doesn't say to knock it off. Like, stop it. Listen, listen, I there, you know, me and my quarterback, uh, you know, breakdowns and the eye test and, and, and contracts and everything. This is a factor. Like I, there, there was a point where you, if you had asked me how many Super Bowls does Patrick Mahomes win, I might have said four. I'm taking one Super Bowl off of whatever my number is if somebody asks me that based solely on the fact that he can't control his brother. Or his wife. Right. We're actively trying to ruin his life. Yeah. What, what you doing, man? Yeah, I know, man. It's bad. Jackson Mahomes needs to, or uh, Patrick Mahomes needs to go OJ on his blonde wife and pretend and dress Jackson up as a waiter. Now I don't support violence, but I'm saying what he should do is what what Patrick Mahomes should do is get out there and start searching for the real killer before it happens. That bar, man, what a bunch of pussies. What a bunch of pussies. That sucks that they did that. Well, back to the picks. The Packers travel to Baltimore. They're four-and-a-half-point favorites. I assume Lamar Jackson's playing. Yeah. I don't really care. I mean, you go first, but I don't really care. He is playing. I'm on the Ravens. Ooh. I'm on the Ravens. I just think I, I, I think the Packers win this game, but Packers have looked too good for too long now. Ravens, home, defense, low-scoring game, maybe a slow start for the Packers. Backdoor, not cover, but backdoor drive to win <laughs> the game by Rodgers. I, I think we see a hero Rodgers at the end of this game, but, oh, the whole game, like, what? What happened to this Packers team? Oh, it's a, but even last week, you look at it. The Ravens didn't play well. The Ravens fucking covered, didn't they? I'm going Packers. I knew you would. That's that was also part of my strategy. Yeah, I figured. Packers free for or the Ravens free for all continues. All right. Seahawks, Rams. Rams coming off a, a big win. Your boy Odell had a game. And uh, now we're even on the Jersey Mike's bet, which is great. And we and we've got the Bama Cincy game, which was our other Jersey Mike's bet. Now we can't bet this week because he is in COVID protocol. Yeah, but now, and that's too bad because I would have liked to see if we could get four straight touchdowns. You gotta admit at this point, right, Andy? So far, Odell to the Rams is working out just fine. I mean, he's played okay. Played okay. Scored touchdowns in three straight games. Yeah, he's he's had one good one good receiving game. I mean, I mean the touchdowns last, this last week. Yeah, yeah, seventy-seven. The other week he had a touchdown. He had a long one. I mean, he's averaging, you know, so he's averaging like fifty-five yards a game in four weeks. Yeah, he's playing yeah. all right. He's scoring touchdowns. He's doing his part for sure. I mean, what do you want from me? I, I'm just saying. 
It's definitely work. I would say it's definitely working out. It's working out so far. Sure. Yeah, it's working out. I can say that. Now, unfortunately, he has COVID killing me, but. Yeah. So let's see. Let's see who all has COVID on their team. Well, that well, holy cow. Yeah. Dear God. I didn't realize it was that bad for them too. Okay. What's the spread on this game? It's four. And we all know Seattle always plays them tough. Yeah. I'll go first. I'm going to take the Seahawks to cover. Let's go. Give me the Rams. Yeah, this is going to be a bad game. I already know it. Russell Wilson gets sacked a bunch because I'm looking at who's on the list. None of the big dogs. I get to the quarterback. All right, we got another different pick there. Let's go fucking Rams. A game between my Rams and your Seahawks, and we're both on our teams. I just think, no. they, keep, I just think they keep it close. My Seahawks. You're unbelievable. And then Durbo's like, oh, you're either has four fucking teams. Blah, blah, blah. Will you be wearing your Seahawks jersey this weekend? No. I hope so. Yeah. No. It's too bad we're not in the same state. I could show up in my Odell jersey, Rams jersey. You could show up in your Russ Seahawks jersey. We could call the game Rabble style. I think it'll be. Let's just save that for their first matchup next year. I don't think Russ will be on the Seahawks next year. Okay, Saints at Bucks. Bucks are eleven point favorites. You're up first. I don't even know who's quarterback for the Saints. I guess Taysom Hill is. Um, I have not been on more often than not this year. I have not been on the Bucks big spread games. This one division game, a team that's kind of you know, been a thorn in their side, sort of historically. I think Tom Brady, especially in uh, wanting to assert his dominance over his division, I'm going with the box to spank the shit out of the Saints. Yeah, I agree. You, you know, Brady is the favorite, I don't know if you know right now, to win the MVP. He's the odds-on favorite. I mean, that's how much it's changed. He leads the league in yards and touchdown passes. Here's it's fucking crazy, man. I'll say this. Here's a guy who's not who, in my opinion, is not in the mix. And at least I do. I think this person should get a vote. Maybe not. But do I think this person deserves a mention? And I feel like no one's mentioning. I'm going to be the guy. Aaron Donald. No. Jonathan Taylor. Right, Right team. Wrong side of the ball. Jalen Ramsey. Let's get a little Cooper Cup MVP talk going. The guy leads the league in everything. If Jerry Rice were putting up Cooper Cup numbers, he'd have the MVP. Cooper Cup leads the league. He's going to go triple crown receiving. He's going to go receptions, yards, TDs. He's the first guy with 10 touchdowns and 1,000 yards through whatever that was, week 13 games. 
ever. So he has right now 113 receptions. Damn, I didn't realize he had that many. 1,489 yards and 12 touchdowns. You're right. Leading. So he's leading. This is what he's leading receivers in. Receptions, yards, touchdowns, and yards per game. I don't I you know, I don't disagree with that, man. I didn't realize he was leading all those categories. If Jonathan Taylor was doing that on the rushing side of the ball, they'd be like locking him in. I'll be honest. I think legit, I think this, and I'm gonna say I'm not trying to turn this into a racial thing. I think legit it hurts him that he's white. I do. I do. I think it hurts him that he's just not like. He he's not a elite receiver in terms of like from day one. Yeah. Oh, here's a big time guy. Like, like, you know, just he's always kind of been under the radar, but there's no more under the radar. He's triple crowning the receiver. Yeah. Numbers. Cause even me, I'm part of that problem. I didn't even know that until this right now. That's what I'm saying. Like, I look at him like, oh, he's a nice piece, right? Like, oh, he's really good. He's a and nice listen, piece. Listen, I understand that that's a part of the 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 situation. Is that like good receipt, big receiving numbers come on big offense? But like he's the security blanket for Stafford. He's the go-to guy for Stafford. I mean, also yards after catch, everything. Yeah, and, and again, do I think Cooper Cup should win the MVP? No, probably not. Because when you talk about the words "most valuable player," is he the league's most valuable player? No, but we've seen over the course of this at least our lifetimes in multiple sports that doesn't end up being who gets it it's who is the elite player on one of the five best teams in the league or who puts up gaudy stats and like beyond he's a combo of both he's triple crowning the receiving numbers on a team that could end up winning the nfc west and play in a, like, I mean, they have Super Bowl potential. I'll say this. If Devontae Adams had his numbers, they would be talking. Somebody would low-key be like, I know all the talks about Aaron Rodgers, but let's look at Devontae Adams. Yeah. I wonder who the last receiver, was it Jerry Rice, to lead the lead the league in receptions, yards, and touchdowns? I, I don't know. That's tough to do all three. Well, we are doing news as we do these picks, and we're talking about the Bucks. We both take the Bucks in that pick. In some sad news, Vincent Jackson, who recently passed away, has been he was diagnosed with stage two CTE. Now, Jackson died in a hotel room. He was battling alcoholism and other health issues. So stage two CTE is associated with behavioral symptoms such as aggression, impulsivity, depression, anxiety, paranoia, substance abuse, and suicidal ideation. So we have two former players this week. I think this is very important news. Vincent Jackson and also Philip Adams, the former player who killed six other people in April and then took his own life. It's crazy. It's really sad. Also, stage two, CTE. But like you said, 
No one's talking about this. So you have two players in the same week, tragic deaths, tragic murder slash suicide. No one's talking about it. And I said to you before the show, you know, the NFL does these, 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 what I call pointless. It takes all of us in the end zone end racism, all this, which I would argue does nothing to move the needle. The back of your helmet saying end racism does nothing to actually help racism. The end zone should just say CTE is real. Like it is real and it is serious. If you have two players, how many, how many players is it going to take now? The evidence is there. I, Andy, take care of the players. I honestly don't know why we're game. talking about this. Urban Meyer kicked a guy. We need to focus on that, Andy. Six people. One guy killed six people. Killed six people and then himself. Did he kick anybody? No. Urban Meyer kicked somebody, Andy. Look at my hands. They're making big. I'm doing big things with my hands. That should, I hope, distract you from this murderous CTE problem. Well, like, here's the bigger question. I mean, we, we always do the conspiracy about, like, Forget the NFL. Of course, the NFL is not going to be talking about this. But ESPN's not talking about it. Like that. Why isn't this? Why isn't this a ten-minute segment? I don't know. I mean, I don't watch the shows. Maybe it is. I doubt it. No, doubt it. I'm pretty sure it's not. I doubt it. It's certainly not getting the coverage Urban Meyer's getting today. Look, I am not going to stop watching the NFL. You are not going to stop watching the NFL. We all know it's a dangerous sport. I'm not going to stop watching. But I would argue they do all this stuff for breast cancer or the troops or, again, you know, these little things and racism. Dude, if you want to be taken serious, just can, just acknowledge it and say this is CTE month. Imagine, imagine if they did a CTE month where we're going to donate all this money or keep all this money to former players' health. You can't just ignore this. We're talking about a guy who murdered six people and then took his own life, who had severe issues. Now, I already know the other sides. Well, he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. He got himself into football. He knew what he was doing. Sure, of course. But. But we're not it? making any adjustments to the game to, to do anything about it. And again, the most important thing, as I always say about you know, the money that we spend on the troops and the money we spend on player safety. We always act like once you're out of the fucking military or you're out of the NFL, that you are nothing. Yeah. And all these guys are desperately begging to be like, Hey, I haven't fucked up in the head and I could really use. And they're like, you're going to be fine. Yeah. You're going to be fine. He's like, Oh really? I just killed six people. They're like, you're going to be fine. Fuck you guys. I'll kill myself. Then it's like, it's such a joke. Stop acting. Stop like sweeping it under the rug, pretending it doesn't happen. Just like make adjustments to the game. And most importantly, take care of players after the fact. That's all we want. That's all I want. Take care, take care of players after they leave the game. That's all. I, that, that's not a crazy ask. It's not a crazy ask. Take care of their, you, you make billions of dollars. Take some of that money to take care of players, health benefits, mental health, physical, whatever it is. $50 million a year goes a long way. 
So just cut Roger Goodell's salary in half. You fucking assholes. Yeah. But the problem is Roger Goodell demands that much money to eat plates full of shit every day and pretend CTE didn't happen. And fucking like he's the guy that has to eat those plates full of shit for the owners, which is why they pay him so well. Yeah. Sure. But instead, pay him a little bit less and then actually do something about it. Yeah. I mean, it really is crazy like this. Then you won't need him to cover up your bloody murder tracks. Like we all again, we all know it's a violent sport. We all know it's going to cause some severe. We all know this. And obviously, I'm going to still watch. We're both going to still watch. It's not going to stop me from watching the game. We but I'm just asking to take care of the guys after they're done. I'm also asking, like, let's just. I know it's not the most popular opinion and it would definitely trigger the fucking, you know, the, the large portion of our population that is dipshits and think that, you know, people, kids should have fucking guns and COVID's not real and all that shit. But just like, let's backtrack on the equipment and slow the game down. So guys just can't launch at each other's fucking heads. The NFL got popular. The NFL will stay popular. All the guys who claimed they were going to leave never fucking left anyway. No one's boycotting the NFL because fucking Colin Kaepernick. No one's boycotting the NFL because they put end race in my. The numbers just keep going up. You're all liars. You're all liars. Leave the politics out of sports or I'll leave. But I'm not going to leave. You're all liars. You're all watching. And you'll watch if it was fucking two hand touch. You'll watch. This is getting out of control. I'm not going to watch. You're a liar. You're lying. And to dial me, back the equipment. And I have no problem with that. But to me, what's so disturbing is this uh, of this story is you have Vincent Jackson was a three time pro bowler. We all know how good he was. He had six. Yeah. You know, he had six 1000 yard receiving years in his careers like everybody but the other guy that's what i'm saying you you, you have philip adams who was you know a, a journeyman in the nfl my point is you have an, a household name and you have a non-household name but you have the same problem that that's my point is that this affects the big names the small names everyone in between but also and a lot of these guys get are halfway there before they even get to the league true At the very least, dial back the equipment at a lower level. Yeah. I, I don't think people realize how hard it is. And I think about this sometimes for professional athletes. Once they hang it up, what to do. And that's where I think the depression and obviously they've had brain trauma is a huge part of it. They don't know what to do with their life. You're suddenly you've done this your whole life. And now it's like, what now? So just take care of the players. That's all we ask. All right. Your Monday night game, the Vikings travel to the bears. I don't remember. I don't know if it matters who picks first, who picks second. The Vikings are three and a half point favorites. Prime time. Kirk cousins, Joe. In Chicago. Bears, bears stink. I'm taking prime time cousins. I agree. The bears are garbage. 
I'm also taking primetime cousins. Wow, look at us taking cousins. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I don't, it has nothing to do with cousins. Yes, it, it has to do simply with this bear. I've been burned by this shitty, shitty, shitty Bears team too many times. Yeah. Wow. Bears fans, somebody plant a story that Matt Nagy kicked somebody because God, he's not that much fucking better. I saw somebody tweet something out like, you know, Matt Nagy's not a good coach, but at least he's not a bad guy. Like, I, I love finding these weird silver linings. Like Urban Meyer. Yeah. Like, cool. Who, so Nagy's not kicking people. He's a terrible coach. Yeah. He's a terrible coach. My husband cheats on me, but he doesn't hit me. Yeah. Oh, he's not that bad of a guy. It's a weird spin on it. Yeah. Not, not only is he cheating on you, he's cheating on you by going to bars in a visor. With no hair underneath. He may as well be beating you. Yeah. Well, let's get to a couple calls. How about that? Let's we'll wrap it do up. it. 310-359-8365 is the hotline. Before we do that, dirt balls. The holiday season is here, and I think it's the perfect time now to get one of the amazing holiday shave sets at Harry's.com. Mine arrived, Andy. Oh, you got it. I did. Good. It's very nice, isn't it? Very nice. I need to use my Harry's razor because, you know, I'm growing the beard out. But as you can see, I need, I need to do the brush. Trim up the neck. Trim yeah, up the top. Yes. Yeah, you just can't keep it tight. I got to keep it tight. That's what I'm looking for. And uh, it really is a, a great holiday shave set, guys. If you're looking for a gift, Christmas is right around the corner. And this is a great gift. It's something that's practical and it's something that's a great price. So for a limited time, listeners of Dirty Sports can get $5 off any holiday shave set at harrys.com forward slash Dirty Sports. I will be shaving today. I love their shave gel. I love their blades. We've been working with Harry's for seven years. They have great products backed by a 100% quality guarantee. So this holiday season, listeners can get $5 off plus free shipping on any Harry's limited edition holiday shave set when you go to harrys.com forward slash dirty sports. The set comes with a weighted handle, three razor cartridges, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover. Everything you'll need, everything whole need for a smooth shave, all packaged in a handsome holiday gift box. To claim your $5 off plus free shipping, simply go to harrys.com forward slash dirty sports okay you ready for the worst call of all time we have to know what that is a bold statement okay let's see where this holds up okay. we'll see if we'll see if we make it through the whole call okay the worst call of all time you tell me if you can understand a single word this person said okay this is in the do not make calls like this list what not to do I mean, that's. I think that goes without saying when you preface it as the worst call of all time. Uh, mispronouncing names on 
Okay, I'm. Uh, he, he goes, yeah, I think so. Here, I, I, he goes I, off for I, another. He goes off for another minute. You piece together what this guy said. He goes off for another minute. So here's. I guess I think this is what needs to be said to dirtballs out there who are thinking about calling the show. If you call the show, if you dial our phone number 310-859-8365. Yeah. If you dial it and it's ringing. And while you're waiting, you drop your phone in the toilet. End the call. Dry your phone out and try again. Don't let it sit in the toilet underwater and yell your call into your toilet bowl. It's going to affect it's going to affect sound quality. That I mean, listen, first of all, let's start with bathrooms. Bad place. Acoustics in bathrooms already bad. Lots of tile. The sounds bouncing around. Toilet again. Tiled. Very tight situation. The sound bouncing around at double rate. Now it's also underwater and covered in feces and urine. Uh, uh, just a <laughs> just a excellent recipe for a disastrous call. Don't continue to talk through the call. After you've dropped your phone into a shit filled toilet. <laughs> okay. So where that's you, where do you rank that call in the all time worst call? I, I want to know what the situation was. I that's think the best I, I can come I, up I pieced, with. I think he said Eli in there. I think there was some reference for the Peyton and Eli. Because I think he said Eli and something about. Oh, I gave names. up after Prano, Ruther. What's up? I felt I, I after that I started to hear the bubbles, and that's when I was like, I can't. You have to agree that's top, uh, top three to five worst all time call. I mean, we've had some bad ones, but where like, is he? Where is he? So here's the best part. I haven't listened. To this. He left he the calling call. from. Is he calling from Brett Favre's? <laughs> Wi-Fi connection from the Peyton and Eli Manning cast. Well, well, this poor guy has a track record. I'm looking now. So he called last month and he it took him three calls. When it takes you more than one call, you sus. Sorry, dirtballs. He left a call earlier. By the way, this isn't late at night. This isn't like a drunk. This call was at 6.54 p.m. Right. He left one 20 minutes earlier. Should we see if that one's any better? I haven't listened to it. Sure. Let's see if this one's any better. Unbelievable. <laughs> What's he doing? It's just static noise. I mean, this guy. Oh man. The gift that never the gift that never stops giving, dude. If it keeps on giving, whatever whatever the saying is, it dirtball calls. Unbelievable. I, I mean, all right. Let's see if we can get to one where we can understand them. Uh, now we got him. What did he say? His name was Mason. You want me to play the beginning of the call again? I don't know. I'm just looking because there's there's a couple different dirtballs named Mason. I like how we're and doing that, a deep dive on this. Yeah. 
And then the and then we did get a 739 message the other day. Remember from Mason? Hey guys, wanted to tell us how great the show was lately. Is this the same Mason? Did he know? Did he say Mason? He, I thought. Hold on. Let me let me, let me play the beginning of it. I feel like we got I feel like we got a, a DM the other said, day. I think he said Mason. I think we got a uh we got a DM because yeah, we, we he did. realized after the fact that maybe the best maybe the quality of his phone call after he dropped it in the toilet wasn't gonna be that good. Maybe it he was also, like, Oh, you know, maybe I should hit them with a DM. It also sounds like heroin kicks in at the beginning. <laughs> like 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 listen, he he's I think you're I, I don't overjudge like what's happening because you have to keep, remember everything is being filtered through piss and shit and toilet water. <laughs> well, hold on. We do have a call. Can I play this older call from him? Yeah. Oh, no, they don't let you play in past 30 days. Damn. I love that. We you're like, this is the worst call ever. The quality is terrible. Let's play 10 of them. <laughs> All right, let's get to a call. You're I like think. you're like the Jacksonville Jaguars being like, Herb, is there somebody that you'd recommend coach next? Yeah. He's like, yeah, the fucking strength coordinator. You wouldn't let me hire. They're like, you got it. We're going to hire him. Yeah. All right. Here's one I think we can understand. I remember seeing this story. You probably saw the story. What's up, Dirty Sports? It's Dolzy from Cincinnati. Number one skyline, dirt ball. Um, I'm calling, this isn't sports related, but it hit home for me. Um, so I want to know your guys' input on it. So I don't know if you guys saw the news article that came out about the plumber that found, that was working at Joel Osteen's, uh, church and he opened up a wall behind a toilet to fix a pipe and he found $600,000 in that wall. Now, there's a couple options that you can do here, obviously. There is, you can go be honest about it. You're in a church. You want to be right with God. You know, you can go turn that money in right away. Two. Zero percent chance. You could act like you never saw it, put that wall back up, keep on pushing. Or the third, and honestly what I would do is you pocket a majority of that money and then you go ahead and say the difference, whatever's left, say you take 400000 of it. There's still $200,000 back in that wall. So you just say, there's $200,000 I had to found in this wall. So you still look good and you get the money. No I way. I just want to know what you guys would do. Because, I, I mean, honestly, if I find that money, I'm probably, first of all, it's in a church. It's not clean money. Let's just put it in no. that. Let's just say it for what it is. It's not clean money. It's Joel Osteen, a millionaire and that whole thing. But what would you guys do? Do you guys take some money and then say that there's still some there? Do you guys take the money, leave, quit your job, move to a different state, call it a day, and start over? What do you guys do? Let me know. Stay dirty, boys. I mean, this is pretty easy. This is a no-brainer for me. I just take the money. First of all, here's what I do. So did you see the the story? Do you want to hear the full story? So, So the plumber real quick. Yeah. So he found this. So... Seven years ago, the church reported $600,000 in cash and checks were stolen from a safe. So they reported this seven years ago. Now, 
there had been an award. Or, so somebody did the fucking inside man. Stole it and hid it in a wall thinking they'll come back and get it. Yeah. This was seven years ago. Right. So. Crime Stoppers had put out a reward for this years ago for $5,000. Um, this guy only got 20 grand from Crime Stoppers of Houston. This was outside of Houston. So the plumber who found it, who's doing the work, got 20 grand. It was $600,000. I mean, Joel Austin is like the definition of like mega church. Yeah, like it's all shady. Joel Austin's the definition of criminal. Yeah. I, I, to me, it's a no brainer. I'm going 50, 50. I take that money. 50% of it goes to me. 50% of it goes to a charity that is benefiting some is is some sort of charity that benefits people who either fucking were abused in a church, hate the church, some sort of atheist organization. I'm, I am taking 50% from my pocket and giving 50% to some sort of anti organized religion or punish an organized religion charity. Oh, so you're giving half to a charity. I'm giving half to charity, like for like abused kids or fucking whatever, but something that were people were directly affected by the evil that is organized religion. I'd probably keep all of it. Maybe I'm just a scumbag. I'm definitely, I'm definitely not telling his church or his people there. I'm for sure not doing that. You know, you know, why is a, a preacher have all these nice lavish things and millions of dollars? That's literally the opposite of what was taught by Jesus. So it's like it's like you, you don't even you don't even do the teaching. So I I this this idea of like giving some to kind of cover your tracks. This has spent seven years. They don't know. Yeah. The idea of giving anything back to them is insanity. Yeah. So we can buy a new Ferrari. No. Yeah. Forget that. All right. Those are going to be the calls today. It's been a two hour show, so we'll wrap it up. 310-359-8365. Joe, any advice for people leaving calls? Yeah. Um, If you are, if you have been drywalled into a church wall, (laughs) If you are a dirt ball that can that barely has access to his phone because your hands are stuck down by your side <laughs> because you are somebody is hiding you from Joel Osteen in a church wall. Uh, I don't know. Put- oh, the irony of me losing Joe right there. When he gives this amazing speech about someone being drywalled into a wall of a church and he's stuck just staring at me in the middle of a rant. Well, let's hope we get Joe back. Oh, you there? I lost you for a second. Yeah. I said, I said the irony of you do it, doing a great rant that it stops. Continue, please. Oh, I was just saying, don't call us from inside a church wall. Okay. <laughs> okay. Could you hear me keep talking while I lost you? No, you, you totally froze. I mean, I thought you were like letting me go. And then I was no, like, oh, no, no, he's frozen. You froze and it was even funnier on me. Uh, anyway, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Dirty Sports. Joe, what about you? Uh, you can follow me on all social media at Joe Prano, uh, except for 
Twitter, where I'm at Fix Your Life. Shows all the next couple of weeks in New York. I have a show tomorrow night at uh, New York Comedy Club in New York. Um, I've got here. I'm going to pull it up so that we can do it. Tomorrow night, at uh, Friday, December 17th at New York Comedy Club. December 18th, I'm hosting a show at The Stand. December 20th, I'm doing a spot on the my favorite show uh, in New York, Frantic, which is a great Monday night show at The Stand. December 26th, I have three spots. Two spots at Gotham Comedy Club and one at The Stand. And then December 27th, I have another sh- sh- spot on my favorite show in New York, Frantic Monday night at The Stand. All of those shows... And any more that I book here in New York will be added to my website, joeprano.com. And obviously, I always post about them on my Instagram. I am doing New Year's weekend with Eddie Ift in Arizona. I am headlining that Thursday show. So if you're in Arizona, come out to one of those shows, preferably Thursday, but also any of the rest of the weekend with Eddie Ift. And uh, just, you know, hit me up wondering if I'm coming to your town, hit me up. But if you're in New York or in Arizona, come to one of these shows. I'd love to see you and spend the holidays with you. All righty. That is our show. You guys have a great weekend. As always, we really appreciate the support. And never forget, don't call under a toilet. And don't forget even more, stay dirty. <laughs>